Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see Just how beautiful life can be When you soften your heart You can finally start To live your truth is life. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lisa Lately. It's your host, Lisa, and if it's a Lisa Lately, that means it's the end of the month. We are heading into our final year of the month, which is pretty wild, and it is really critical that we don't give in to the societal norm, demand, and autopilot of going a million miles an hour and watching everything kind of whiz by our face. Instead, can we notice when things start to get quicker paced, busier, when we feel the flurries inside, and instead of amplifying it or letting it push us into action that is not aligned with us, can we notice that feeling of anxiety, energy within our body and pause. So kind of do the exact opposite of everything we've always done to drop in, to notice the tension in our bodies and actually say, hi, I feel you. What does this mean? What is this information? And get really curious about it. This week's Lisa Lately, I'm talking about some really cool concepts, a lot of consciousness, so a lot of intentionality behind things that are oftentimes lost in our subconscious. The first topic is going to be on the conscious rest and the importance of setting aside time to rest that is not sleep. The next topic is going to be about conscious uncoupling, which is a new trending thing happening in society that I'm super pumped about, where you intentionally, consciously, and honorably make the choice to walk away from a partner together. Usually it's, it's a joint decision and it leaves behind the mess and uncertainty that we usually drag with us when we 
leave relationships. I hope in bringing this up, a lot of people move away from feelings of shame that keep them stuck in relationships, whether it's marriages or partnerships, and instead are able to tap into their true self, recognizing that containers for growth can exist within a time capsule, and sometimes it's time to move on. I love this convo. We're going to talk more about it. And then the final topic today is going to be all about urgency culture, one that I grew up in, am very much a part of living in this world, and some of the tools that I use technology-wise to take a beat from it and not give into it, and how I use my body sensations to warn me against falling trapped to it, and yeah, just protect yourself from urgency culture by gaining recognition, awareness, techniques, and tools to protect yourself. I hope you love this episode as much as I do. Thanks for being here. I hope you all have a restful holiday weekend. Take a moment, take a deep breath into your belly. Expand, let that belly expand, and then exhale for even longer. One of the things we don't realize is that it's not really about the deep breath. It's about the exhale after and the time we spend letting it go where our bodies really get the opportunity to reset. So I hope you all have a great week. Thank you all for being here. See you back next week. Today's first topic is probably my favorite, has to do with the topic of rest being key to being of service. Now, I'm of the belief that if you are here on this planet, you are here for a reason. You have something to do. And it doesn't matter what your actual job is, you showing up into the universe and putting another smile on another human's face in whatever capacity you do that, that's of service. So you don't need to be some sort of big hero or healer or doctor or something so obviously helping the world to be of help to this world. So let me just preface this conversation that rest applies to all of us. For all of us to do our job, we need to rest and all of us here have a job to do. Now, I'm in a yoga teacher training right now with a famous yogi named Rodney Yee. He's my teacher and this man has a huge following from years and years of teaching yoga. And what I love most about Rodney is that he's fully worth the hype. Everything this man says is so drenched in wisdom and best of all, action and the way he lives his life. So I've said this before on another podcast here that the reason I did this training was because of Rodney Yee and his wife, Colleen, because I want to live my life similar to how they live their lives. They're fully embodied and everything that they say, they do. And you don't oftentimes see that from people who are spewing out brilliance like the two of them. So during this past weekend, we were doing a lot of forward folds and forward folding is a great opportunity to turn inward, to focus on introspection. There is a big pause at the end of the exhale after you do any sort of forward fold where you shine the light inward and you take inventory of yourself. And to go along the lines of this topic, Rodney mentioned the fact that Shavasana, uh, if you're not familiar with yoga, Shavasana is that floor also called corpse pose where you lie on your back at the end of class and you just quote unquote lay there. And yet it is one of the hardest poses in yoga and it is also the most critical. And it's because conscious rest, as Rodney puts it, these are not my words, is critical to being of service. Now, when we think about rest, we oftentimes think about sleep, but 
in his point of view, which I loved, it's this resting, this taking a step back from doing where we truly get to look at ourselves with our consciousness wide open, different than sleep, right? When we are lying on our back in theory and resting, but our brains aren't turned on to think in the same way. So I love, love, love this idea of thinking about conscious rest and integrating it into our everyday. You don't need to practice yoga to practice conscious resting, but you do need to practice conscious resting if you want to be of service in your most powerful way. Now, I think that I've kind of been doing this the last couple of years with social media breaks, but without putting such language around it that helps me explain why I do it. When I take a step back from social media or working in general, I know that it comes across maybe to some people as lazy. It definitely to myself didn't come across as necessary to do my job. I saw it as kind of a resting point so that I could then do my job afterwards, but I didn't realize how it is actually the jumping board for me to be able to do my job. And what I mean by that is it's not, I'm resting over here and then I'm doing my job. It's that this rest is part of my job. First of all, I hope and I pray that in me putting out content on social media and by taking these breaks, it gives more people permission to do so because it is in these breaks where I reconnect with my truth, my creativity, my zest, my why, my mission that I stop sleepwalking through life or not necessarily sleepwalking, but following the path that I've laid forth and I come alive again. And I don't think we think enough about this idea of conscious rest, being awake yet resting and giving ourselves space and recognizing that it's actually the cornerstone to us engaging with life fully. A lot of times not saying something can be the best way to serve. And that's something that I'm kind of wrestling with working through right now, especially with a social media platform over the last couple of years when it has been crazy times in the world always feeling the pressure to speak out. And if I'm not speaking out, I'm not doing something. But I've realized that sometimes me not speaking out and just taking inventory of what's going on is the best thing that I personally can do. Now, this world has a lot of things that are upsetting and we have a lot of work to do to fix them. And we do need to act on them. But in between those acts of however we are impacting the world positively, we need rest. We need breaks. We need recalibration. And I I know that most people listening here don't have social media platforms or podcasts or, you know, these public Instagram accounts. But chances are you too feel the pressure to speak up a lot of the time or to keep working to accomplish your goals. And I just want to hopefully reinvigorate you with the idea of rest. And rest is the most reinvigorating way to step back in and engage fully with life. And it's different than everything else that we have been taught in hustler culture, in doer culture, in wake up early and get it done culture, stay up late culture. Those are all fine and and, and ways to accomplish your goals. But at some point, rest needs to be considered. You know, I think most of you listening here know me on a deeper level. 
And like I've said, I, I struggle a lot with social media because it means we're on our phones a lot more. And I believe that phones are meant to be addicting. They are addicting and they're also disconnecting. And so if I'm going to do this job using my phone and create a community and talk about things, I hope that I could do good in this world, but also helping you take a step back from the devices, from the podcast, from the learning, from the doing, and focus in on your own life and your own truths and your own wisdoms, which I promise you are much easier to tap into with uninterrupted conscious space to rest. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. The next topic we're going to get into today is about conscious uncoupling. And this is a trendy-ish topic, but not trendy enough. So we're going to amplify this message above. So I heard about conscious uncoupling. I think Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband did it a few years ago. But I've never seen somebody that I know go through a breakup or a divorce in a way that was truly a decision from two people with the love and relationship that once was honored and celebrated. So I saw this post on social media and I shared it on my Instagram and I want to share it here too. And I want to preface it by saying that if you are in a relationship of any kind and it's no longer working, you do not need to conscious uncouple the way this couple did. This was a little bit I don't want to say over the top because that sounds negative and I know I think this is negative, but yours doesn't need to be such a grand display. It can be private. It can be personal. This, however, I am being public and a little over the top, again, not in a negative way, I think is also important because it captured my attention and it captured other people's attention, which is really changing the dynamic of how we think about relationships no longer working. We oftentimes hear about people breaking up and we say, oh, I'm so sorry or divorce. There's a lot of shame with divorce. And I think truly in my heart, 
that relationships not working out is just a part of life. Pima Chodron says in her book, When Things Fall Apart, that it's just part of impermanence, right? Like nature is always changing as are ourselves. And in the context of myself celebrating three years of marriage with my husband, this kind of came at the perfect time for me to remind my audience that what I'm celebrating is not necessarily me and Evan staying together because that's the right thing to do and that's what society deems as right, but rather I'm celebrating us because we've worked through three challenging years after having a baby and Not the fact that we've stayed together, but the fact that this is our truth right now. We want to be together. There comes a point in other relationships or um, any relationship where that's no longer the truth and you're staying together because you think that that's societal norms. So as I was celebrating my own societal norm of staying together, I thought it was important to share my own thoughts on relationships not working out, which is that is just as much a success to me if you can be honest with yourself and not turn it into a big mess. Anyway, let me get to this post and then I'll explain it a little bit more. This is from Sarah Baldoni and she writes on Wednesday of Burning Man, she was at Burning Man where this all went down, Houston Craft and I ceremoniously uncoupled, shifting our relationship from romantic partnership to lifelong friendship. And I've never loved him more. This is the paradigm we've chosen, one of expansion, of truthfulness, of gratitude, and more love than I've ever imagined. And of course, one that lives slightly beyond societal norms. Two and a half years ago, we stepped into our container, the most beautiful and safe vessel I've ever known, danced our way through a love story that spans state lines, timelines, and many a Marvel movie. We built a foundation of love that nurtured us through some of the most trying moments into our biggest fears and ultimately our greatest expansion. In this vessel, we choose to love each other so deeply that we in turn learn to love ourselves, love that, and ultimately to choose ourselves and our individual truth, even if it meant releasing our shared container of safety to to surrender, read, trust, fall deep into ourselves. And so as our chosen method of separation, we celebrated. We commemorated moments shared, meals had, brownies made, those six weeks we couldn't come within six feet of each other, laughter, slow dances, tears of joy, fear, and infinite fun. We shared our gratitude for one another and our vows to ourselves, cutting the cord on the romantic version of our love to allow it to take on a new form into a friendship that I believe will last a lifetime." The love I have for this man is endless. To me, this isn't a breakup. It's an evolution. This isn't a failed partnership. It's the rewriting of our narrative. He isn't an ex. He's a milestone marking a chapter of life that shaped me into the woman I am today and every version yet to come. So we choose love. We choose truth. We choose to rewrite the breakup and to step into whatever comes next together, but separate. Thank you for loving me, Houston Craft. You'll always be my favorite creature. That post is just everything and more. Previously, before dating Evan, I've been in relationships before, whether they were like, you know, little ones or big uh, relationships, and none of them had clean endings like that. Moments where I could say, thank you for helping me become this person during this time, but clearly there's no more. I think that so much gets lost in a breakup where a lot of people don't have clean endings. They wait till they're on to the next partner to be quote unquote healed, sometimes bringing that mess with them. But here they're clearly 
doing it so much more neatly and emotionally evolved, in my opinion. And therefore, they're able to see themselves so much more clearly and move forward with their lives as friends. Awesome. And also with this clarity of this felt really good. It was good for me. And it also wasn't right for my future romantically. That's what I took from that post, at least. And I think it just colors the story so differently of how breakups can be and goes a little bit further without it. You know, obviously they don't have kids and it's not a marriage. It's not a legally binding thing. But I think that that's a conversation that really does need to shift this idea that if you stay together, that's that's the win. And that if you you break up or divorce, that's the failure. Sure, it's a failed marriage, but that a failed marriage could be a success for the individuals and what comes next for them on their journey. I think too many people stay together because of the shame or fear that comes with leaving each other. And that's not living your truthiest life. Everybody feels that stale, stagnant energy. It takes a toll on yourself. It takes a toll on the partner and it, it really inhibits you from flourishing. So to see a couple do so in their own, you know, way, their burning man way, which again, might not be your way. Really, I think starts to plant the seed of, oh, breakups don't need to be ugly. There doesn't need to be hate, resentment. There can be so much thanks and, and gratitude for what happened during our time together for the, the safe container that was held. Obviously, this is not all relationships. Some relationships are toxic and they don't need to be consciously uncoupled. But a lot of times they just are no longer a fit. And that's totally okay. Again, I just think that as I share my life and my truth, I don't spread the message of what societal norm is, is right, even though I'm walking that path in that distinct category of relationships and wanted to kind of expand, even though it's not my personal experience, how cool it is that this is a societal norm that is being relooked at and wanted to spread the message. So congratulations, Sarah and Houston on your conscious uncoupling. And I hope that whatever comes next for both of you is wonderful. Taking the pieces of yourselves that have come to fruition and carrying them into this next chapter of your lives. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. 
bostonproper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit bostonproper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This next portion of Lisa Lately is about urgency culture. And I saw a post from the holistic psychologist that I also shared on my story. And I mentioned that I wanted to talk more about this. And lots of you were like, yes, please. Um, I come from urgency culture. That was my norm growing up. That's still my familial norm. And I have put a good change in place to not be part of it as much to recognize the hold that it had on me for a long time and how I felt trapped to it a lot of time. Let me explain what urgency culture is and then we could talk about it a little bit more. But this is from the holistic psychologist putting it really perfectly, honestly. She writes, urgency culture has us feeling like we need to be in connection 24-7 and respond immediately. It places unhealthy expectations on ourselves and other people. Here's how to get out of the cycle. Urgency culture creates an illusion that we are meant to be connective and responsive at all times. As our lives become more and more digital, urgency culture becomes more normal. When we get a text, a DM, an email, we develop the habit of immediately responding. And we subconsciously expect other people to immediately respond to us. We can even have a stress response in the body if we don't hear from someone. Our mind then creates stories. If someone doesn't respond, we start to think we've done something wrong or that someone is upset with us, or that if we don't immediately respond back, we're being rude. The reality is we haven't evolved to be connected to people 24-7. We need the time without the stimulation. We need to reflect before responding. We need space to just be. So I've set up two different systems in my life that have allowed me to consciously take a break from urgency culture. One is on my email and the other is on my text messages. So on my email, I have a vacation responder on all of the time. And it essentially says, I check my email on these days. If it's urgent, contact Amaya, who's my operations manager. And everybody's like, well, what if I don't have an operations manager? What if I this? What if I that? I know if you work for some jobs, this is just totally not going to be the norm and you'll get in trouble if you don't. But if you don't have an operations manager or an assistant, you can still always have an auto reply on that says, I check my email at 12 p.m. each day. Whatever it, it is sets a nice boundary for self and for others to know that you will respond, but a little bit differently than the expectation that's built in. And you'll probably be met with resistance, but it will feel really good for yourself. Even if you're not perfectly following that guideline of what you set for yourself, I have found it to be incredibly helpful to take a step back, to realize that answering emails one by one as they come in isn't the best use of my time, and that the constant need to check in and look for a new email is just like another hit of serotonin that my body is kind of falsely getting, where I could be a lot more productive by doing it in, in a much more systematic way. So that's one of the things that I do. I have an autoresponder on at all times. And if that's available to you, I highly recommend it. Write it in a way that works for you, your lifestyle, whatever works. And the second one that took people by surprise was the fact that you could have an autoresponder on your text. Now, I think there's, first of all, nothing wrong with just not answering a text, getting back in a few days. I personally love when I don't hear back from somebody immediately and like four days go by a week and they respond and they don't say sorry. Like 
good for you. Live in your life. You get to your texts when you want them. If I needed something urgent, I would have called, right? Like texts are, you don't need to respond to every text. This first second you get them. But you can put on a focused response. So this is for Apple. I only have an iPhone, so I can't speak to other types of cell phones. But if you go into your settings and focus, you can have ones for driving, sleeping, just during the day, if you're working, whatever it is. And it just, someone texts you and they get that response. Again, you don't need to have that on to just respond to a text later. But if you need that like little cushion before you're ready to just start letting text sit there, I totally understand and it's a totally great option. Now, what I loved about that specific post was that the reality is we set up our our culture, the digital world has created something wonderful. We can communicate really, really quickly. We don't need obviously like pigeon carrier birds to tell somebody that we love them. We can just send a message. But with that quicker communication has also meant an influx of communication, not a lot of time to reflect, to just think. There's always a way to be responding, reacting, communicating, sending that email, reading that email, all of that. And it hasn't necessarily been for the better. For myself, I know that urgency culture, which is like the norm within my family, created a stress response in me that the only thing I knew how to do when it was called upon me was to react in a certain way. And it was years, like seriously, I've only been practicing this a few years. So when I say years, I'm talking about 30 something years until I started to realize that my body's response to urgency culture did not allow me to make the best decisions for myself. And in realizing that I'd get caught up in the urgency and the hoopla and the chaos and all of that was not serving me, I've been able to take a step back. No, I'm not going to respond immediately. I'm not going to jump into action. I'm going to take a breath, maybe a day, maybe an hour, maybe even just a minute, honestly. A minute can go really, really far before I decide what I'm going to do. Urgency culture is also very disconnective. When it comes to our phones ringing, texting, dinging, first of all, turn all your notifications off. Like that's what I beg of anybody. Like there's so much on this phone where we're constantly being updated on things we don't need to be updated on. If you can turn off as many notifications from all of the apps, like do it, right? Like these smartphones are actually not smart. They're making us more stupid because we're addicted to them. But turn off as many notifications as you possibly, possibly can because they are so disconnecting. Most of us have our phones within arm's reach at all times and it lights up, it dings, it does something to catch our attention and that what that does, it distracts us from whatever we are doing. Most, I feel like importantly, are our relationships, whether it's our female friendships or our partner friendships or our relationships to our parents, whatever our family, our phones can be distracting and disconnecting under the guise of this is normal. Oh, one second, let me just answer this text message. Bring, bring, phone ringing, let me answer this phone, right? Like we don't even realize how we could be emotionally connecting with somebody one second and then like chop like that, one interrupting text or phone call and that shared energy, safe, safe space is just gone. My dad, it, I love him, but and, and there's no changing him really, but like that cell phone, it rings, he picks it up. It, he's getting a call through at the same time. Gotta get the other call. It's like, no, you, you can actually let a phone call go unanswered. Yep. Mm -hmm, Yep. They're still going to be there in five minutes, you know? And it's interesting because that's of an older culture 
an older generation, I'm sorry, could you imagine what our generation is going to be like? I think that actually the effects of urgency culture on our generation is a little bit more insidious, a little bit not so obvious because we might not be picking up the phone and huffing and puffing and oh my gosh, so many things are being thrown at me. But mentally, we're like trying to unpack this text from this person, this email from this person, all from our device, which can be done at all times, no turning it off, always just available to us. So my hope for all of us here is that we start to take notice of where urgency culture is steeping into our life. It's part of our culture. We live in a capitalistic culture. I think the two kind of just go hand in hand. Don't quote me on that, but I think that they do. And as a result, there is an urgency to a lot of things. So while you might not be able to fix all the urgency in your life, is there a place where you can notice that it's impacting you and and turning you into a lesser version of self that you want to be, one that's not as connected to all the things that you want to be connected to or people that you want to be connected to, not as um, focused in on things that you want to focus on. How is it stealing from your life and start to make small changes? And I'd be really curious if your life will or would improve the way mine has. And asterisk here, I don't say this as like, I have beaten urgency culture. No, not at all. I can definitely get right caught back in it in a moment from the same situations that I've responded to for years. Those old ways can definitely come back or new situations can erupt and I could respond to them with that same urgency and anxiety without realizing. But noticing, having it on your radar and thinking about it more can definitely increase your awareness to it and your sensitivity as you begin to bring some curiosity to, is this actually making me a better employee, partner, friend, sibling, daughter, son, child, parent, whatever. And I think that that there's something to really say about that in just about every facet of our life. That's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope that this episode inspires you to really think about what it means to be conscious. That was kind of the big theme of this week. Intentionality, elevating your consciousness, doing things that are different from societal norms, and hopefully as a result, living your truthiest life. See you back here next week. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. 
I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.